Hi everybody, this is Julissa. Um, today I'm going to speak about uh, something that happened nearly 15 years ago and I cannot believe it's been that long and to this day um, we still don't have an answer or a, a suspect in custody about this, right? So today I'm going to speak about um, the, the shooting that happened at a Lane Bryant store and this happened, like I said, uh, 14 years ago. It's going to be 15 years this February coming up in 2023, right? Today is um, November 13, 2022 um, and this is going to be 15 years in February and like I said, you know, this is it's so crazy because I don't know anybody who was affected by this but, but this shooting that happened, but somehow I feel so connected to it. Okay, so let me explain why. Um, so this happened at a Lane Bryant store, and in case you guys didn't know that about me, when I was in college, I worked at Lane Bryant here in my hometown in Denver, Connecticut. I worked there, and it, and it was my seasonal job, right? So every time I would come home from um, you know, for school break, they had my job open for me, which was a great way, you know, for me to to make income before this the school year started again up in the fall. And even um, I would come for a month and a half or something for Christmas break, and they will have my job open. So I love, you know, I love the clothing, I love the brand, okay, and I love having the opportunity to work there and have that job open for me every time I was around right every time i came home for break summer break christmas break whatever and they were so kind to to allow me to do that and you know i had the, the discount and i will sell the brand to the customers and it was just great you know i really like working on lane Bryant. i have to be honest and when i learned about this shooting that happened okay and this happened in chicago in tinlick park in chicago right i immediately felt connected to it because how can this happen okay so let me just give you my perspective being an ex-employee um you know a former employee for Lay Bryant right I knew when I was working there even though I was you know I was very young and I was you know my college days and whatever right I knew they didn't have cameras and I knew a lot of the times only two people were necessary to be in the store right um you usually will have like a manager and a sales associate right and I think back then they used to call the sales associates like somebody like myself a style expert right and I remember when I applied and got the job and I'm like oh you guys are calling me style expert like oh yeah that's what we call ourselves associates and I just felt so great about it you know I was wearing the the brand and I was selling um, the brand and, you know it's like you know I was getting stuff for discount you know clothing for back to school and all of that stuff and I really liked um, working there. and I remember I got hired basically on the spot right and I knew that they didn't have uh, security cameras though, but a lot of the items, I remember when it was like a slow day, we just had like uh, a truck that came in or freight to do, and me being the cashier and being attendant to the feeding rooms, they will give us like a, a box of merchandise to kind of like put tagging on them and just organize it, right? I also participated during inventory, um, and I remember my sister came one time and helped us uh, for inventory days, and I, I just, it was it was such a great team right you know everybody it was a great team but it was very like um a slim team like it was very um 
small because basically as long as there was two people all the time on the store it wasn't like a, like 20 associates that worked there you know i don't even know like maybe 10 i know there was a store manager and two other managers one was for the weekend and and the other one was like a full-time manager um and it was just maybe like five other associates like myself cashiers and feeding room attendants and greeter who basically worked there so you kind of know everybody right and I never felt um, that the store was insecure. It was inside a mall, right? Um, here at the, at, at, in the Danbury Mall. And it was inside the mall. I never felt like it was insecure. One thing happened, and I gotta say this before I go and speak about the, the shooting that happened at this Lane Bryan store in Tinley Park. One thing though that happened, one day, it was Saturday night, we were closing. It was me, my manager, and another associate. You know, Saturday night is usually a big night for stores like that. Um, you know, for any store at the mall, like, like basically, at least back then when I used to work there. And it, we were closing, and I remember, you know, I, I used to work during the day because I was on vacation for schools. I was just, like, I think, covering somebody that day. And I remember, you, you know, we were closing. We pulled the gate down, right? And we still have customers in the store. And I remember my manager kindly said to her, you know, because this lady came in and started trying Stefan like maybe 10 minutes before we were closing she's like oh yeah open a fitting room gave me this stuff gave me the other man it was saturday night it was the end of the day and this lady wanted to take her time trying stuff and my, my manager said you know kindly she kind of said to her you know we're kind of getting ready to close so you know kind of like whatever you you decide and just let us know right away because we're almost you know they, they were announcing over the head that the mall was closing soon so she was taking her time and she got offended by it and i remember that that was the only time that i felt kind of like some type of like wow we need like security here um this lady got upset and she left the store really angry and we were like okay well she left now so my manager you know i was cleaning the finish room. my manager pulled the, the gate and locked the door and she was counting the money the other person that was there with us the other associate she was cleaning probably the mirrors and i was cleaning putting stuff back from the fitting room and then we noticed that the lady came back with her boyfriend and they were outside waiting for my manager and threatening her and saying yeah i'm gonna talk to her because don't don't ever speak to you know my fiance or my my girlfriend like that you know she was just shopping you don't talk to her like that and these people we had to wait for them to leave so that we can leave and it, it's kind of weird because when you work at a mall you and you it's closing time you see everybody from the other stores kind of walking by and leaving right and you're like trying to get on the same type of you know timing with them you're like oh my goodness you know the children's place store closed away just closed they're already leaving and then the people next to us they already left immediately right but then we waited and waiting and the time was passing by and man these people were still by the gate and we're like let's call more security you know we can't leave the store these people are like waiting for my store manager to I don't know to to do what right and then what eventually happened was they eventually left right and then we were able to leave the store safely but that was I guess you could say the only time that I felt some type of you know weird because I'm like wow this we're so vulnerable right and let me like I said this is inside the mall like I don't know if we ended up calling mall security but this was inside the mall I'm sure if mall security was available they would have come the police would have come and it would have created like a huge thing right 
they eventually left nothing we never heard nothing back from them and whatever right they left um and you know I, I went home whatever but then when i look at the case of what happened at timmy park it really um touches me because this store was located in a street mall right it was like a big plaza um that had like stores and you know um the big parking lot in the front and then the store entrance is right there and to know that in case you didn't know so let me tell you exactly what happened just to give you kind of like a background um this happened on february 2nd 20 uh february 2nd 2008 like i said 14 years ago the shooting um happened it was an armed robbery at a Lane Bryant clothing outlet in Brookside Marketplace in Tinley Park, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. The shooter uh, walked in there dressed as a delivery man, right? How scary is that? Because we, like I said, when I worked at Lane Bryant at the mall, we used to have deliveries all the time, right? And a lot of the times, you know, UPS will come and bring like five huge boxes. That was the new inventory. And they usually will come towards the back, you know, because the mall has kind of like, um, you know, like tunnels, ways, and they will come and deliver towards the back. If they had just one box to deliver, they will come towards the front entrance and usually will be during the day. You know, not like early morning, like they will not come right when we open. You know, the delivery usually will come maybe around 12 or something like that. I remember that because a lot of times they were busy, like we were busy and they needed signature, right? And I could be like, you know, let me open the door real quick for this lady for the fitting room. I'll sign for you in a minute. And then my manager will be ringing customers at the register. So that's how I know, like a lot of the times our delivery will come when we were busy right because they always needed a signature at least you know they used to do that back then and we we will say you know just give me a second you know somebody's on lunch and i'm i'm finishing up this order or something or sometimes you will say to the customer let me just sign for him real quick because he, he just delivered something that's how i remember that they will come during busy times but the strange thing that happened at this Lane Bryant shooting in Tinley Park, which is what I'm talking about today, was that this delivery man came right when they opened. And usually the store, um, a store like Lane Bryant will open between 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., right? But we, when we were at the mall, we, we opened more hours, right? So this guy comes dressed as a delivery guy, and immediately the store manager, which her name was, um, Rhonda McFarland, she's the store manager, and this is how crazy it is because she was off that day, but she knew it was a busy Saturday. They just putting out promotions for a big sale, so she wanted to help the the crew, right, her staff, and she's like, okay, I'm gonna work Saturday or maybe come in for a little bit. Sometimes some of my managers will do that. A lot of the times, you know, especially if we were short staff but they will come in and leave by 12 or something just to kind of help with the morning rush um but it's, it's it wasn't something that you see all, all the time right so i by the the fact that um rada mcfarland excuse me that she was the store manager for the tinley park store the fact that she made the effort to come on a saturday says a lot about who she was and the personality and how much she cares for lane bryan right so she was there and she saw the delivery man come up and say i have a delivery and then she was not expected because one thing is this right 
from working at Lambda, you know what's coming, right? Like there's floor planning that goes along, like, and you know, my manager will be like, oh man, next week we're getting 20 batches, you know, of new merchandise, can you work this day or something? So store managers can totally relate because you kind of know the schedule of a store, you know, what's being delivered, what's the new items, you know, they will send you the new catalog beforehand so that you know, and then you're like, oh my goodness, in two weeks we're getting a huge delivery, I need everybody to come in for a couple hours to help out, set up the new display, anything like that, right? Um, they used to give me the mannequins, by the way, because I, you know, they knew I was a fashion person. So I will always help out with mannequins and things like that and creating outfits. But, so Randa, Rhoda McFarlane, right, the store manager, 42 years old, she calls the other Lane Bryan store and say, hey, are you guys getting a delivery? Because we have a gentleman here saying that there's a delivery for us. And then... I guess, you know, after that happened, then everything turned, right? So, let me tell you, in that, in that Lane Bryan store, they just opened the doors, right? It was, they just opened the door, and then here comes this guy saying he's a delivery. But, um, they, they already had, like, a couple customers in the store, and, and I can totally understand that. Like I said, working there, I know Saturdays was like a big day for Lane Bryan. We were open like at 9.30 at the mall here, and we would have people waiting outside. Normal, it, it didn't even have to be like a, like a, like a, like a Black Friday day or nothing like that. Just because, you know, people... It's a Saturday. I remember all the time, we always had people early in the store. It could be people making return or just regular shopping, whatever, right? But Saturday, from what I remember, the name brand was always like a busy day for us, right? So I'm not surprised that well, when this happened, you know, that Saturday morning on February um, the 2nd, 2008, they had people already shopping so early, right? And then here comes the delivery guy, and uh, Rhoda is calling the other store. She doesn't, we're not supposed to get delivery. Like, what are you talking about? Um, she, it was kind of like strange, and so much so that she took the, the extra step to actually call and see where, where are we getting delivered, right? I wonder what this guy say. I wonder what he said that made her call, because it, I'm sure he said something like big, big, bigger than normal delivery for a clothing store let me just tell you why because if if i'm working if, if it was me working on a saturday and here comes the delivery guy saying i have a delivery i'll be like okay just drop it right there let me know where to sign like i wouldn't be so surprised but i think one piece of uh, of issue that people are missing on this whole story is what type of delivery was it that he said what he was delivering? Was he delivering like a store fixtures or something? He probably messed that one up, right? Because like I said, people who work in small stores, they know what's coming beforehand. Nothing is going to be so surprised to them. Can they deliver one huge batch up and maybe they forgot on the last truck? Perhaps, you know, somebody's sending a return to the store. Okay. But like he probably said, I'm delivering like three carts of like store mannequins or something that made the store manager call the other store and be like, are you guys getting mannequins? Like what, what's happening or, or whatever, right? So I wonder what that conversation was with the other store manager from the other store that, that wrote a call. Um, to be like, what did she say when she called you? What type of stuff did she say this guy was delivering? But anyways, they find out 
that there wasn't really any delivery this was this was actually a robbery and it's so crazy guys it is so crazy how a normal day this is why life is so precious uh, life is so fragile you you have to understand that one day we're here the next day we really don't know and a lot of people you know this is my sign on i have to say it don't ever put um you don't ever think that you're gonna oh yeah i'll get right with god when i'm hit my 50s my 60s like life is so fragile just like we didn't know when we were gonna be born we don't know when we're gonna die so you have to dedicate your life to god right this is his creation and he created us with a purpose and we don't know when our time is gonna be right these people having just a regular day shopping at a store working at a store getting ready for a big sale and then this guy comes and and does what he he did right so let me just tell you more about it so after that what happened was that he um he basically started tying them up all of them um they were they had let me tell you how many of them were they had i believe it was five victims right um it was five of them and like i said the store manager was also there and how it was um five five of them that got shot right and i believe two of them were customers right and the three others were staff and then there was another person who survived and she's in um, protective um, custody because she obviously survived this whole shooting and it, it is so crazy because this guy ended up which is i'm just gonna say this here it's so strange to me that this man I wonder what he said I, you know it's almost like I feel like he has somebody else because let me just tell you how is it that this man is gonna tie up this woman and put them have them put underwear that's what the investigator says they had to put underwear obviously from the store um, that they were selling there on their on their head and he was able to tie each one of them and then shoot them in the back of the head one by one like these are five women like i wonder yes did he had a gun but like i wonder if did he has somebody else are we missing something here and yes um i gotta say though there is a, a clip right where you hear the store manager she saw um he, she was such a hero right she tried so hard to stop this whole thing that she took that risk and she was putting a, a earpiece, earpiece um, connected to her phone and she was able to call police through that and she called police and there's a clip where she says you know Lane Bryant, Tingley Park, Harry and she want, you know she wanted some help and then the, not, the, the operator for 911 said hold on one moment which in that moment you could hear um, the, the, the suspect say hey put that down he, and he said, oh, you're trying to be the hero now. That's what he said to Rhoda. You're trying to be the hero now. And then he said, put the back over your head. And then you hear him walk off kind of saying, I'm losing it. And it's like, it makes you wonder. In that moment, I'm sorry. I like, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to understand this whole thing. Five ladies, six of them, right? Six of them all together. Because one of them survived in that moment when he's walking perhaps towards rora 
to say you know put that down you know um what were, like i wonder what the other ones were, were they already like taped up like things like that like it makes you it makes you want to question um a lot of the times i understand you know people when they when they're faced um with something like this right they're they can be in shock so much so that they cannot even move they're terrified what could happen you know what did this man say to this lady that you know they were terrified to even take a move or like jump on him or something right um i can only imagine i can only imagine the things that he said and you know i gotta say though working at lane bryan and being such a such a popular store right and like i said i love my time working at lane bryan all of that it's kind of like in 2008 for them to not have cameras it's really it's really sad it's really sad that they didn't have cameras and it wasn't like an old store it was a it's a it was a fairly new store and you could tell by by the outside of it you know it looks like it wasn't that long that that store was open um but it's just crazy to me that this happened um they this happened just after 10 a.m when they opened you know they got the call that there was a, a that they heard gunshots around 10:45. That this, the police um, got a call, and this man, the gunman, was described this year as a black man with thick cornrow hair and a um, receding hairline, along with one braid um, lying over the right side of his cheek, level and decorated with four light green beads on the end. Okay. Um, let me just tell you before I finish here, guys, the name of the victims, okay? Um, it's almost like, like I said, I, I totally can relate to this, this case because I know the Lambrian customers. I, I got to meet them, um, when I worked there for like a couple of years, you know, back and forth from school break and seasonal. It was my seasonal job, right? And I know the customer, I know the people that shop there. And I, I remember, like, I, I have countless stories, you know, even to this day, you know, this was, I worked with them many, I worked at Lane Bryan years ago, right? Even to this day, I still remember some of those customers that would come and they were always so kind. I don't think maybe one or two, we had issues and it was just an issue with the coupon, something like that. But the people that shop at Lane Bryan, they were always so kind. And I remember one time I had a person who came and she's like, I'm, I'm going, to, like they will tell you stories, you know, and I'm going on a date, can you help me get a new outfit? Or they'll be like, you know, I saw in this magazine, this jacket, do you guys have it? And it was just such a, such a nice place to work. You kind of knew the customers. Um, they will, they will say, you know, oh, you helped me last time I was here. Can you help me get, you know, uh, another pair of jeans or something like that, right? You kind of know these customers, um, very well. So here are the names of the people that, that passed, the, the five ladies that, that lost their life that day, right? Um, Jennifer Bishop, she was 34 years old, uh, from South Bend, Indiana. Carrie Hudek uh, Cuso, uh, 33 years old from uh, Frankfurt, and Rhoda McFarland, 42, and she was the store manager, the heroic, um, the heroic person who also called the police trying to get help, you know, trying to be, she was just like 
she was so heroic um heroic I'm, i can pronounce that word today but she was so she had she was such a hero that she she knew as a store manager she was responsible for the store right and for, for everything that went on the store right whenever there was an issue i would get my manager right so she felt it's almost like she she was on her role as a manager all the way to that minute when you know she tried to get help you know it's like if somebody's gonna do something might as well you know be the store manager right and she felt like the need to do that and you know it's just so crazy that this happened to all of them right and then we also have Sarah um, Sarfransky 22 years old of Oak Forest and Connie Wolfock 37 of Flossmore okay all these five ladies guys these are all somebody's uh, mom wife sister and friend they all lost their life and i can't believe like i said earlier i cannot believe with all this technology i cannot believe that it's going to be 15 years this february coming up in 2023 that we don't have a, the person behind bars okay it is crazy to me that this person hasn't been caught yet that this didn't happen in the little store back in the mountains behind a tree like this happened in the street more where they have michaels across the way right on a saturday have you ever gone to a michaels on a saturday it's crazy the parking lot is insane how can we don't have somebody say hey yeah i saw a man running running and he got into this type of vehicle like there's nobody saying any of that i saw you know i was going to the store next to lane brian and i heard you know i saw this man leaving when i heard gunshots i came out to look and i saw this man leaving there's nobody talking this is insane that it's been that long somebody out there knows this this is why i wanted to speak about it somebody knows what happened Okay, and I don't understand, the, even to the suspect, right? I don't understand how you think you got away with this. I don't understand how you think you got away with this and you're patting yourself in the back. Don't you know that one day it's going to be, you, you're going to face God and you're going to be, you're going to be held accountable for all of this and everything that you did that day? This is crazy to me that a person decided on that day okay decided on that day to be like oh yeah i'm gonna go to this lane brian and do this thing and then because he hasn't been caught yet he's thinking that he got away with something and no uh, and he he cheated out the police and the investigators and everybody one day you're gonna face god and you're gonna know okay and it's like just because you think you got away, that's the thing people these days, they think they can get away with everything. God sees everything. And, you know, like, it's so crazy. So, I'm going to post a photo of him, right, this suspect. And please take a good look at it, okay? We need to find a solution, resolution for this. We, we owe it to the families, everybody affected by this. Um... It's just crazy guys thank you so much for um, listening and watching this video God bless everybody